Hi everyone, in today's episode, you're going to hear the incredibly inspiring conversation with Erin Kier. Erin is a Lululemon ambassador, a mother, a partner, a friend, a daughter. She is many things. And what I learned from this conversation is that she is incredibly courageous and resilient. In the last few years, Erin has been dealt some what often others might consider to be difficult obstacles in life and she continues to choose optimal living and taking care of herself in order to be the best version of her and to role model that to others her story is so inspiring i can't wait for you to listen also uh, today if you are listening on thursday april sorry thursday may 6th our tickets to our live retreat are still available. Um, the price is going to stay the same until Mother's Day and then it will go up. Our live retreat is covering five guest speakers from around the globe. We're going to be talking about breath work. We're going to be experiencing breath work, talking about human design in your life and business, how to work your cycle around your productivity and rest. We'll be learning how to write an ebook, getting it on Amazon, and having a private live concert. This retreat is absolutely incredible, and the facilitators truly make it. The ticket price currently is just $97, and you can purchase a ticket to this retreat. It's such a great Mother's Day gift, and it can be found on our website by heading to www.myalignedpurpose.com backslash a live dash retreat, or just search up the retreat by heading to our main website. I'll also put the link to it in the show notes here. Okay, enjoy this episode with Erin. And as always, feel free to share, subscribe, like, comment, rate, all of the things that support the listenership of this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Purpose podcast. This is your host, Nicole McClellan. We're here in season two, and I am so thrilled and eager to hear from today's guest, who is Erin Kier. And I say that slowly because I'm trying to remember if it's Kier or Kier, and I, I now I'm remembering it's Kier. And I have actually not had the pleasure of meeting Erin in person yet. However, I've been following her journey along social media, and I know that we're both here on Vancouver Island, on the southern um, part of Vancouver Island. And I've been following along Erin's journey because I know that she is a woman who uh, really loves to uphold and support conscious community. I see that she's encouraging lots of people to get out and do ocean water dips. She is in the yoga, uh, mindfulness, dancing, breathing communi community. So on an energetic level, I've, I've felt quite connected to Erin and, you know, it's COVID. So just the opportunity to be in person hasn't happened. And I say yet. So that's what I know of today's guest, but mm -hmm. I'd love to welcome Erin. Come on to the mic and let us know who are you? Where did you come from? And how did you get to be here? Oh, thanks so much, Nicole. So wonderful to connect and have this conversation with you. Um, putting out there that I am a podcast virgin. 
we love we love podcast versions, versions over here okay <laughs> and I'm super excited a little nervous but excited uh, mm. so um, wow where do I start so um, I would like to probably the last three and a half years we'll start there um, okay I was living in Toronto that's where I'm from and my son got diagnosed of kidney failure. He just went for a routine checkup before he would travel. He would, since a young age, he would work in like high-end restaurants and bars and then make money and travel the world by himself. And he was getting ready to go on another journey. And we had a new doctor, so he just was going for a physical. Nothing really was happening. Um, that made that appointment happen. But a couple of days later, I got a phone call looking for him. And because of privacy, which I understand, uh, he's older. He was at the time 21, almost 22. And they said that you're in kidney failure. You need to go to the emergency right away. So that's where this journey of really fine-tuning my purpose and being an advocate for living your life to the fullest, your optimal healthy life, regardless of circumstances, uh, journey began. Uh, and yeah, from there, just so many tests and question marks and unknowns. Um, and then Bailey chose, they said that you'll have to get a transplant or dialysis and He's a very intelligent and wise young man who spent a lot of time by himself traveling the world, as I said, and he mm -hmm. had made a decision not to go the conventional way of transplant or dialysis and to live out however long he had left um, in his physical body, um, more so quality instead of quantity living and mm -hmm. I supported him you know as a mother uh, definitely you want your children here longer than you but he had said that his body would reject it and I stepped back and was like who am I to actually say it won't and so that that is um sorry yeah. I just have okay. to interrupt there and say like that is powerful to to hear somebody that you love so much especially your own child share something like that and for you to not make it about you because when it when it is somebody we love so much we can we can want to make it like no stay here for me or make decisions where I get to keep you longer and wow, that is really powerful. Yeah, I contribute that to my yoga practice. Uh, it's been 12 years. I was running marathons and was like, oh, yoga? <laughs> I'm going to do that when I'm 90. <laughs> but um, actually, it became part of my life. And the tools that I implemented from my yoga practice and meditation and breathing um, allowed me to step back 
and you know, come from a different angle with this, I guess, and pretty much surrender to what is and know that this is actually out of my control. Um, and yeah, and that's where our journey began. I guess six months after that, of the diagnosis, I got this pull, a strong calling, which sounds pretty strange to some and to others, they understand fully, to move and bring him closer to nature. And that was July of 2018. And so we flew out in August, the long weekend, to Victoria. And we stepped out out of the airport. And I said, do you think you could live here? And he took a breath of fresh air and said, it smells like Denmark, which I had no, I don't know what Denmark smells like, but with him being a, you know, a world traveler, uh, it was something that he had a smile on his face saying. So yeah, I uh, looked for houses to rent and the mark was really um, pretty saturated at that time. And we found somewhere, went back home to Toronto. My mom said that it's too far away. I'm coming. So at 77, she trusted my gut instinct. And we sold our vehicles, bought a vehicle, uh, and drove out to Victoria. <laughs> wow, the whole gang. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I remember one of my really close girlfriends say, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back. And at that moment, I was like, not work out? What do you mean? That hadn't even crossed my mind um, at all, which was, it was this undeniable pull. So, yeah. And had you been to Victoria before? Yeah, actually, it's kind of a sad little story. But um, yes, three times before that, my childhood friend uh lived here and moved here when we were about I think I was 19 and so I came out for her wedding and then came out when she had her daughter and then for her 40th um so I had been to the island and I just knew it was super special and connected with nature yeah so I knew one person and she was very helpful and loving and giving and um, helped us get set up here. And then sadly, our friendship kind of dissolved six months of me being here. So really didn't know anyone or really anywhere. So, yeah, it was pretty, um, it, again, not more going with the flow <laughs> than, you know, mm-hmm. a plan, a master plan. and uh yeah so that brings us to now we're here we're october we move here october 2018 and i started going to all different studios in victoria for yoga because i'm like i don't have a job i left my job and my career and my friends and family back in toronto and on the outskirts of toronto uh, and then landed at an amazing community and studio. At the time, it was Moksha um, 
West Shore, but now it's uh, Yoga Lab West Shore and started teaching here and building community and connections and just really loving where uh, we landed, you know? Yeah. Wow, Erin, it's been a journey just in the last three years for you so far. You got it. Oh, wow. It has been. But I wouldn't actually change uh, any of it. I am a strong mm-hmm. believer that um, that things happen for a reason and that if we're open to it, then we trust and things will work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, you know, amazed at hearing your story. I didn't know that you weren't from here. And um, because I you know, you know, social media, once again, it always shows one side. So we're, we're hearing all facets of your story. But what I see is that you've really created um, a, a place in community here and have built a community and so much so that you've got on the forefront. And I know that now you're an ambassador with Lululemon. And I know it from previously working for Lululemon, you've got to be doing good things in the community for them to recognize you. So Um, can you share with everyone who's listening, like what sort of community have you created since landing here and, uh, and what about that fulfills your purpose? Yeah, I'm super, super stoked and honored to be an ambassador for Lululemon. Uh, wow. They're so supportive and just, um, like expands my heart to know out of so many uh, amazing people in the industry on the island and um you know I got asked to represent them and to be partnership with them so yeah shout out to Lululemon for that they're not just about clothing they really support the community um so I think Mm -hmm. probably what stands out most is um May 11th of last year, COVID had already um, happened and I got up one morning and I wasn't feeling so great. Like I wasn't feeling my joyful self and decided to start cold plunging in the ocean. Uh, And I dedicated a month of doing that, getting up at 6.30 well, not getting up, but getting up at 5.55 a.m. and cold plunging in the ocean at 6.30 a.m. And then creating conscious community wrapped around that started to really unfold because I was so passionate, I guess, in my experience with, I call it ocean medicine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's been May 11th of this year. 2021 will be a year of pretty much daily. I've missed maybe 13 days out of the 10 and a half months of plunging in yeah, cold water. Majority of it is in the Pacific Ocean. Sometimes I'm up island and I go into the river, Coxsila um, and Shawnigan Lake. But I think more so just being able to inspire and empower other individuals to live their most optimal healthy life, regardless of what's going on in their 
own lives um, because mm. I have a lot going on in my life um, and still choose. It's a choice, I have to say, to choose to live my life and get up and to be the best version of myself possible. And I love that you're saying that because, you know, you're here sharing this story about the challenge that you've been facing with um, everything that your son is going through and then how I'm sure that makes you feel as a mother. And I'm sure there's other challenges in your life that you've had to overcome or you're currently in and to choose, okay, do I you know, sit around and wait for my time? Or do I choose today to live this life in this physical form that I have? It's a choice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with so much that's going on in the world and my own experiences of loss, uh, I truly believe <clears throat> that we don't know when our expiration date is from our physical vessels. So while we're here, why not just live the most, um, like, most optimal, best version, authentic version of yourself and be as real as possible? Yeah. And, and Aaron, why cold water? So I know for me personally, I've um, watched and listened to a lot of um, podcasts and documentaries with Wim Hof. And I have the Wim Hof app and um, so I have that understanding in my background and I'm curious, it, was it inspired by something like that? And for everyone who's listening, who has just no idea about the benefits of cold water plunging or may not know who Wim Hof is or you, um, what was the inspiration behind uh, this is how I'm going to optimize my livelihood and my health? Yeah, it was, again, I, uh, I have like uploads or downloads or I call them little soul whispers. And it was like, mm -hmm. this is where you need to be. And so I listen instead of, you know, um, ignoring those calls. And that's what actually pulled me to the ocean. And then what I started documenting the first 35 days, I would go and what I found for myself is that I could find calm in the chaos, in the cold. Mm -hmm. I could connect to complete presence because you can't be anywhere else <laughs> when you're in that water. And anyone that's been in the water, in cold water, usually the temperature is like six to eight degrees all year round. It's so hard on the ankles. I always, I always feel like, ah, my ankles are going to snap off. They won't snap off. But that's another thing, inflammation. So I actually, I'm in my mid-40s, and uh, I had been holding and some cortisol around my midsection, I'm sure, with some stress that's going on in my life. And I mm. actually shedded some pounds, um, just naturally going in there, and I really think it's because I was tapping into my parasympathetic nervous system, which is calm, rest, digest, and heal instead of that fight or flight. Um, and I mm -hmm. contribute that to the cold water therapy. Um, 
as well. Okay. I also, um, yeah, the inflammation. So my skin, someone was touching my skin one day and they're like, your skin's super soft. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, the salt water, the cold water. Also, I am a fan of creating new neural pathways in our brain. Yes, oh, and I believe we have the power to do that, all of us, every one of us. So uh, that and also just being part of something bigger than myself, um, creating the conscious community wrapped around it as well. Um, I always say um, it's more about we instead of me and just really know um, how blessed we are to be alive and to be in these, you know, this vessel. And that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been such an experience of that. Now it's like, it's part of my day and my body craves it. Mm, And is, do you, have a pretty regular routine with this, like in terms of the cold water dipping. Is it part of your morning routine, evening, or just whenever you can get yeah, out into so the water? Yeah, so we meet at 6.30 a.m. during the week and 7.30 on the weekends. And then the last three full moons um, on the beach where I manifested, where we live now on Weir's Beach. Just change one letter. <laughs> <laughs> sorry whoever we is but it's Kier's beach um so uh, there have been women and a lot of them and we social distance um coming on the full moons and we are shedding and releasing and some have never taken the plunge <clears throat> some would dip their toes some are going right under so it's becoming something that so many are wanting to try and getting out of their own comfort zones and expanding their capacity, their capacity for what we consider discomfort. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Ma- manageable discomfort. Got it. <laughs> kind of like yin shapes in yoga when you're holding them, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like. Yeah, Absolutely. so I, oh, it's just, it's been such an experience. And I can't picture my life without going in cold water, like daily. And so, A, I'm very intrigued. And I'm, there's, you know, I would say a small percentage of people who listen to this small to medium because it's a pretty like global audience are here uh, in Victoria. And so is this um, cold plunging water community that you've created open to anyone or primarily is your community, those who identify as women, what, what sort of circle are you creating? Everyone and anybody. Um, We have men, women, um, just all different ages from like mm-hmm. <laughs> some young, really young, whose kids are intrigued when their parents are leaving the house and they're coming. So all is welcome. I've, it's been pretty, oh, 
heart expanding, really. Um, I've had a lot of messages and connections from people in Toronto and Ontario that have said, you've inspired me and we're going in the lakes or in their cold uh, pools. So it's, it's the ripple effect <laughs> and it's happening yeah. like it all over. So yes, anyone is welcome. Um, the only thing with the full moon goddess um, connections, that is just woman um, right now. But during the week and on the weekends, we go to somewhere called Albert Head Lagoon in Machosan. And yeah, you come and the amount of oh, people's lives, they it's been life changing and to have that support of community especially during these last I guess the last year with COVID and it's something that people have been able to still make eye contact and be able to do social distancing and and feel mm -hmm. safe and happy and free so yeah uh Yes, I would love to have you. Amazing. I would love to connect. Maybe that's where we'll actually meet in person. Yeah, I'm uh, now I'm like, okay. I actually, I keep saying to my partner, we're, you know, always talking about where do we want to buy a home when that time comes. And we talk a lot about areas outside of Victoria. And I always say, Machosan, Machosan would be my most ideal place to live. I love it there so much. Um, so maybe we'll actually That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. And Machosan is like a portal and it's a sweet spot. Oh, I'm so, so happy. Yes. It's so beautiful. Got it. And so Erin, you know, I... Sometimes I forget that not everybody speaks the same language that I speak. And what I mean by that um, is I think I might have a pretty clear understanding of what you mean by conscious community. But for those that are tuning in and maybe that's not part of their dialect yet, what do you mean by um, you're involved in and you create and you are a part of a conscious okay. community? So. First of all, I have just touched upon it in the ocean and creating it through cold water therapy, but I've also um, created it through dance, which is ecstatic dance. I called it intrinsic dance. Um, my partner, Andrew and I, he DJs and I lightly facilitate. Uh, so that created conscious community wrapped around dance and movement as well as the ocean, uh, meditation, yoga. And when I say conscious community, more like like-minded individuals, um, like really unapologetic conversations, showing up and being mm. like real and raw and not having to censor uh, to fit in and to feel supported and held. Um, and yeah, unless like just a place where you can be you and mm -hmm. mostly right now I've, it's for adults. It was, I was lacking, I'll tell you, I was lacking community when I arrived on the island mm -hmm. and I left oh, amazing 
goddess sisters back home community through yoga mm-hmm. and uh, sober and ecstatic dance community as well. And I was like, okay, I can't find it really here right now. I'm seeking it. So I, I guess I'm going to create it. And that's where that, yeah, that's where all that started to unfold and yeah, really be birthed. Mm, you're really living into be the change that you wish to see in the world. You're like, I wanted it. So I created it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No. And it's not like, I, like, it's not like you sit down and you're like, I have a master plan and I'm like, oh, this is what I'm going to do next. And it's more for me really being guided by my intuition and trusting in that. Um, yeah. And I've lived so much out of my masculine energy for so long that I've really tapped into feminine energy, not male, female, just the energy you probably know. Um, yeah. And a lot of that yeah. is trust and being in the flow and allowing and just really I'm trying to have more faith uh, over fear and letting that really be the compass that guides me. And like like this, I was like a little uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm not a great speaker. I don't know who wants to hear my story. So I'm like when you asked me to, uh, you know, come onto your podcast and be, be here, here, I was like, okay, this is making me feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to say, fuck yes. <laughs> yes. A yes. big fuck yes. <laughs> and Erin, you know, it's interesting. I, with my business partner, Kayla and I, were always like, all right, who isn't in our community yet? Who's not in coffee club and who do we want people to hear from and who's got a story to tell? And so, you know, we have uh, two days a week where we brainstorm. There are business building hours. And um, I was just like, you know, there is this woman who keeps appearing. I was like, she keeps showing up in my Aww. psyche and in my on, on my Instagram and like and I want to know more about her so this is why I love being a podcast host because I love just hearing people's stories and asking questions and being able to then you know it is my my gift and my superpower to connect people so for everybody who listens to this um you know, the audience is always growing. There's just so many more people who can hear your story and be inspired because maybe somebody doesn't have um, a son going through kidney failure, or maybe somebody hasn't uh, endured the level of loss that you have, but everybody has a all a multitude of emotions ups and downs goods bads positive negatives and when we can hear somebody share a story and it's the way that you are uh responding to it rather than reacting and your act of resilience and and standing up for yourself and saying i'm going to live my most optimal life 
regardless of everything that's happening around me, because I'm sure it would be a lot easier to be like, I think I'll just pull the covers up and lay here a little bit longer in bed and not do anything about what's happening. Yeah. And I have like, I said this to a friend the other day. I'm like, yeah. And I have like every excuse like to do that. Right. And (laughs) But that is not, I feel like my purpose is to actually be an advocate to live your most optimal healthy life. So that's what I'm doing. I I really, truly, strongly believe that, um, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. <laughs> ah, wow. No, it's all yeah. welcome. We are given the circumstances and we can use our voice and we can use our actions to really create a difference and oh, and i feel the feelings don't uh, don't get me wrong that's the one thing that mm-hmm. i never used to do but i am feeling them and i'm feeling the grief and i'm feeling the sadness and i am allowing myself then to feel the joy and And if someone that is going through something, whatever it is, just to know that they can feel supported and that they're not alone and that they just need to put like one foot in front of the other. And Mm -hmm. there's always, always something to be grateful for and to find that definitely define that and anything is possible oh that's my oh, answer is it? for 2021 <laughs> anything is possible yeah I'm actually wearing uh, a necklace right now with yeah well in it. yeah I'm sure mm-hmm. that's why we're connecting we're definitely um vibing the same same on the same frequency yeah absolutely and so Erin what sort of ways if any, um, do, do people get to uh, have your support or work with you or hear from you or learn from you? What does that look like? So when people are listening right now, and they're like, mm. I need more Aaron. <laughs> this, pod- this podcast is going to come to an end and I need a little bit more of Aaron in my life. Uh, well, like? yeah, I, I just fine tuned um, <clears throat> some offerings and I'm working a lot uh, one-on-one. Whether it's online, okay. now I, I've always said I'm not so techie, but I'm actually getting techie. Um, I'm letting go of that old narrative, yes. and I revamped my website and can meet with clients one on one through Zoom, or if they're on the island, we can connect in nature, or at my home or their home. And it's been such an amazing experience to really be witnessed and to witness the transformation in the men and women that I am honored and so blessed to work with. And we work with each other for three months, once a week, and we really dive in to their limiting blocks we do some breathing dancing meditation whatever is uh, we start to earth just really getting back to basics 
uh, as well and our primal nature so people work with me one-on-one i'm hosting when covid restrictions are uh you know start to open up a little bit more i host goddess retreats in mexico and yeah so super sad this one we had to cancel was full um but there'll be more there there will be more (laughs) <laughs> and workshops yeah. and mm. really um, they can find me on my website and then reach out through subscribing to my newsletter or email me or on social media yeah I'm available and I'm really excited to connect with new people from all around the world and just yeah be able to let them really see what they have to offer and heal old wounds and limiting beliefs. Mm, Incredible. And Erin, you know, as someone, you know, I am a coach and I would say 90% of the people I coach are uh, women in business. And so I do a lot of investigating and assessing of people's websites to see like, you know, is this website actually bringing you business or getting you clientele and those sorts of things. And your website is so beautiful. And I love the, I love the energy behind your website. And as I was exploring through it, I love, just how you've worded things are so true and authentic to how I'm hearing you speak now. It doesn't seem like you're showing up on this call one person and on your website another and so on and so forth. And one of the things that really caught my attention on your website um, is the type of doula that you are. So my sister who uh, is my best friend and I talk about her a lot and the incredible work she does. She mm-hmm. is a birth doula. <laughs> Um, and I've, I've never actually met somebody or heard anything along the lives of a death doula. So what do, do you mind sharing a bit about that side of your Yeah, not at all. So I actually had never heard of a death doula myself. Um, like you, I've heard of birth doula and it makes sense because we celebrate birth and we celebrate life, but we don't most, you know, not regularly celebrate death. Uh, And then just Mm -hmm. with what's happening with Bailey, my son, and then it was uh, my landlord. I'd only met her once and she got diagnosed with cancer a couple months after me um, moving here. And while she was in hospice, she asked for me. Her family was like, my mom is asking for you and can you do a a session with her and like a healing session? They said Reiki. And I was like, okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I went and it was such a incredible experience and I felt so comfortable and at ease and we went through that process and, um, and then... Chris, who is actually would have been the love of my life, uh, was diagnosed with brain cancer, and he was in Toronto, and 
I got off the phone with him one night and he was like, I really need to see you. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of slept it off. And I got off the phone and I just instantly started a ball. And I was like, I have to go. I have to get on a flight and go there now. So I Mm. booked a flight the next morning and went there and he was in palliative care and I spent 10 days with him pretty much eight to 10 hours a day. And it was so interesting. You know, I used essential oils and I just, it was natural. It wasn't something I planned. We listened to music. I made a comical. We, I went on a juice cleanse, which was so bizarre. And he started wanting that and Mm -hmm. really, uh, and I would leave and release And one of my friends slash (laughs) energy uh, healers said to me, well, how are you doing? And I'm like, you know, it's like I'm exceptionally well. I'm there and I'm being able to hold space for others and making it really an enjoyable environment. And Mm -hmm. then I would release and she's like, there's something called a death doula. And I'm like. I've never heard of this. And I, we were just texting. And so we stopped texting and I called her right away. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. And it just seemed like I actually was doing that already. And I looked it up. Right. And it's two months. There was a course in Victoria. So I signed up and I became a registered death doula. And it's support for the family support for the individuals um, when they're transitioning or closer to the end of their physical body. Um, And for me, it's really my own journey of grief and really allowing grief to come up to the surface and feel it that I've realized that I can hold space and offer using all my different modalities a peaceful and joyful and humorous way as well and calm um, being with individuals and or their families in that time of life that most of us are really, really, and Chris, my, well, we were together for like 15 years off and on. So really love my life, Um, was fearful of transitioning. And so, yeah, it's, I feel comfortable and the people around me feel comfortable as well. And so that's part of the whole, for my own experience, I could be different, which I'm sure every birth doula is different as well. So yeah, that is, that's pretty much sums up the death doula part for me. Mm, That is incredible. It's so incredible how um, you're so in tune with, like you mentioned earlier, whispers from the universe and your intuition and, and just what feels right. It's like, oh, this, this feels natural. So I'll lean into this. And I think that is, no, I think I know that that is what keeps people in flow and in alignment with their purpose. And so Aaron, a question I always ask everyone because this is the Aligned Purpose podcast. 
what is your purpose? Do you believe? And how do you Mm. know when you're in alignment with it? Well, I probably stated it a few times um, while we've been talking. And it is really to be an advocate to live your most optimal healthy life, regardless of circumstances, not just health, but finances, you know, um, relationships, like just everything and anything. Uh, And when I feel in the flow, it's less effort for me and it's more ease. I... I feel this sense of guiding, which we've really touched upon. Um, and it hasn't always been like that. So mm-hmm. just so everyone out there knows this, I, I made shit happen before. Like I was always trying to control everything. I was in my masculine energy and not surrendering. So this has been something that I've been really practicing and fine tuning and listening in my instincts. Uh, and I actually feel it like viscerally, like in my body, uh, it's mm. this presence. And I actually get when things are a fuck. Yes. I get this like full body. Goosebumps, yeah. Whether someone's speaking to me or I'm speaking and I probably have always had that, but I was always so busy and so distracted quadruple tasker that I I never really tuned into it up until I want to say probably the last handful of years but more so in the last three and a half years with what's been you know yeah given to us so that is when I know that I am aligned with my purpose Mm. Mm. so so good (laughs) Erin is there anything else that you would love to leave with the audience or share um, as we wrap up this episode I what I will be certain to do is in the show notes I will make sure to put your Instagram your website all the ways that people can reach out to you and connect with you but is there any other like lasting Mm words that you want to share before we wrap this up hmm Hmm. let me see i want it just to be potent and it'll stick with you if you don't remember anything (laughs) i've said i would like you to remember that hmm. my invitation to you whoever is listening to this and i believe Whoever is listening is supposed to hear it, is to choose to thrive instead of just survive. Oh, that is, that is epic. And it is very in alignment with the messaging of this podcast and the people who are listening. So I think that is a great uh, lasting message Mm. to leave with people. Thanks so much. Oof. Thank you, Erin. Thanks for being on this episode today. And for everyone who's tuning in, uh, be sure to add Erin to Instagram to reach out to her, check out her website. And if you're in the 
Victoria, Mechosen, Southern Vancouver Island area, and you want to be a part of her morning ocean dips and the goddess circles and all the other incredible things that she has going on, um, then make sure to send her a message so that you can get in on that. And I am, yes, can hold me accountable <laughs> here and now for saying it. I am going to prioritize that as something that I get into um, this month. So in April, I will show up. Yes, I can't water wait. Dip, mark my words. <laughs> oh, mm. thank you. Thank you so much for everything today, Erin. I'm so grateful to have you and your message. And thanks. Uh, it was such a pleasure. Thanks so much.